You're under arrest. No, it wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. All right, I confess. I did it, you hear? And I'm glad. Glad, I tell you. What are they going to do to me, Sarge? What are they going to do? Sorry, son. That's not my department. Search him. Ow! Where's a camcorder when you need one? Shut up and three bit more popcorn! Shut up and three bit more popcorn! Waka waka guys, welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. This episode is going to be another actor franchise entry. The actor is going to be Jim Carrey. The movie is going to be 2007's The Number 23. Now, if you remember, I said I had a poll up on my Twitter account asking y'all between dark crimes and the number 23 which one is Jim Carrey's least or worst film and out of three votes it was the number 23 so if you were hoping for the dark crimes sorry the uh the number 23 won and we're gonna get into it after a word from a new sponsor Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Let me introduce myself. My name is Cletus T. Jackson. I'm the owner and operator of SeaWorld, capital C-W-R-L-D. That's right, not that other SeaWorld. So if you want to pick at us, you better get ready to get shot at the gate. But nonetheless, we got all kinds of animals for you here, family. To come this summer down to visit us. We got a special on tickets. We got a four-pack for a hundred, less than a hundred dollars. And we got land animals, sea animals. And at one time we had air animals, but then some of the bitches done flew off and I still kick myself for putting money in that investment, son of a bitch. But my loss is your gain, so come on down to see us at the local place where... County Fairgrounds till 9 p.m. This weekend, like I said, we got four pack of tickets for less than $100 and that gets you food vouchers and animal food vouchers because you know we want to feed these animals and y'all want to put your hands out there and touch them. So come on down to SeaWorld, ain't gonna bite you. Welcome back, guys. Thank you again for checking out the episode. Like I said in the intro, we're going to get into 2007's The Number 23. Now, right off the bat, the movie came out, ironically, on February 23rd, 2007. Now, this movie, to my recollection, it's not Jim Carrey's first non-comedic role, but uh, it's one of the worst rated ones. Now, through two of the uh, movies I had thought of may have been that, you know, one, number one contender, this one, and the other one being Dark Crimes. This one won, and this is the one that I have seen before. I have watched this movie. I believe it was in theaters, and then, you know, haven't seen it since. My initial reaction to this film was, what the fuck is going on? Like, literally, what the fuck is going on? Is he the bad guy? Is he, What's with this visualization of the book that he's reading? Um, here's a little rundown. It basically the story of Walter Sparrow, Jim Carrey's character, who is, I would say, a lowly dog catcher. I don't know. So he finds this dog. He catches him. He escapes. It bites him, and then it escapes. 
and he had basically he's late meeting his wife and there's narration to this film by Jim Carrey in his character Walter where you kind of get the sense you know is it too much is it just enough you know because as the audience you want to see what's going on and then have your own narration your own interpretation of what's going on and him basically telling you telling the audience it kind of takes a little bit away now not completely like 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 some a lot of the films that i review you know i say oh they're the bad ones they're the bad ones and then you know later on you know i, I enjoyed them this is another film i did i kind of enjoyed you know um so but and a lot of other people have too like i'm looking right here on the rotten tomatoes page and it had a 53% rotten no 56% rotten so that's not bad bad you know so as the audience the critics really didn't like it because it has a seven percent but the audience meter is pretty good i see a lot of four stars five stars four and a half i don't really see i see maybe one or two low rated ones uh one person says extremely absurd nonsense uh, twist one says the movie is terrible and it's probably Jim Carrey's worst acting job. To add to the stupidness of the movie of this movie, the son's name is Robin Sparrow. Oh shit. I didn't realize that fucking shit. Yeah, that is true. His son his name is Robin. Like, you know, Batman and Robin, Bird Robin, um, not to that's a B6, it's a a dude. Uh Robin's more like a chick name? You know, I mean, it's not like Kelly, you know, because Kelly can be a guy's name, too. Hey, but uh, the film goes into a lot of uh, visualization of what the character is reading. And then, of course, like I said, he's narrating it. Uh, Walter, you know, finds his book, but his wife wants to get him for his birthday. And, you know, there's a lot of the whole Enigma 23 Enigma is it's, it's actually fascinating you know, um, but yeah, that's a whole nother, you know, rabbit hole you want to get into. But this movie, you know, yeah, there's some art, there's some goofiness. Not like goofy, like haha, goofy. Just like really, he said that shit. That doesn't make no sense. Um, so like again, Robert, um, excuse me, Walter goes down this rabbit hole and he sees similarities to his life that the author wrote. Now the author was named Oh Topsy. Uh, Kretz, 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 or something like that, and so he's trying to, later on, we, you know, he's trying to connect the dots, um, but the crazy thing is, he's starting to, like, in the story, the, the character goes by the name Finger, Fingerling, or something like that, Fingerlicious, Fingerbang, um, and he sees a lot of similarities, he's the, there was a dog that would always go into the yard. Uh, he wanted to be a detective. Um, so he sees, like, he's chasing a dog, dog catcher, that whole similarity. Um, yeah, and, and so he, he's in the, mo in the movie, in the book, the character starts fantasizing about killing his girlfriend. He starts to feel like he's going to have that same thing. He's starting to see the number 23 and everything. Um, and in, in one night, he has a nightmare where he actually does kill his wife. So this causes him to wake up 
leave a letter, leave a note saying, hey, I need, I just need to, I need, I need a night alone. I need to clear my head or some whatever. And he goes to, he doesn't even realize he goes to a familiar place, uh, the Hotel, uh, what's it called? Hotel Res Roosevelt, something like that. And, um, and so he goes there without knowing, like, I guess the old, uh, and it all, a lot of stuff connects at the end of the movie. The old, like, what do you call him? Not bellhop, but the old front desk person, I guess, still lives there or is, is chilling there in the lobby. He he hears him ask for room 23. He kind of throws his head back, like, what the fuck? Like, oh, like, so it's kind of like, oh, what, what does he know kind of deal? But he goes into room 27, sees the dog the following morning across the street out the window, and he's like, I got your ass. So he goes and chases a dog. He takes a tranquilizer gun with him, which at first I thought he took a shotgun. I was like, damn, this dude really hates this fucking dog. Follows his dog to a graveyard where he shoots him with a trank dart, and it's revealed that the dog uh, is basically like the guardian of the graves or something like that, guardian of the dead, because he is, um, the priest comes by and, uh, and notices what happened, and it's, and the caretaker, the grave caretaker comes over, and, and he's a little creepy too, but it's revealed that the dog kind of just goes, it just watches the graves and, and whatnot, um, which I, I don't know if they should have kept it with a dog, maybe a cat, but okay. Um, but he's in front of this empty grave, and the name on the grave, I want to say, is Lily, Lauren, Laura, Laura Tollins, and she's played by Rhonda Mitra, very, very attractive British actress. Um, and so there's little, there's more information being it being exposed. So there's an empty grave. Um, this causing, so he has a name. Walter has a name to go by. So he investigates this murder. This murder victim comes to find out. Person is sitting in jail for her murder or suspected murder. Uh, by the name of Kyle Flinch, he goes with obviously what he goes. Uh, apparently, he goes with his family to go visit him in jail. I don't know, but this isn't a whole you know bring my kid, wife and kid to investigate a murder day. But you know, oh well. Um, so he goes and talks to him, and some more information, some more shocking stuff is revealed because he. He's trying to get the. He's like, I know you wrote this book. How did you know this? Is from, like this, where'd you get this stuff? Like the information, blah blah blah. What's the number twenty three mean? This and that. And Cal Flinch is like, I didn't write the fucking book. And if I did, I wouldn't use a stupid name like Top Secret. Boom. The author's name was Topsy Crit. Top Secret. That's a little shitty, but when you think about it, you. you know, it doesn't, it, okay, that's, oh, yeah, shit, what the fuck? But, uh, so he finds out it's total, it's total bullshit. Um, the son, Robin, comes to, I guess he was reading the book too. He finds, I guess, at the end of the book, a couple pages are sticking to each other. Now, there are some pictures in the book, and I don't think a lot of them were revealing, if you know what I mean, to cause pages to stick. But, this motherfucker has pages sticking, and when he whoosh, rips them apart, there's an address to, it says Topsy Crit, P 
P.O. box, blah, 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 whatever. So they have the bright idea of sending empty packages to this address. Now, when I say empty packages, I mean this dude and his, this dude basically paid for 23 empty packing peanut filled boxes over to be delivered overnight to this P.O. box. What the hell? You're going to spend that much fucking money to find out who the fuck is, quote unquote, top secret. Uh, which they end up finding out. They find an old man comes to go through the packaging. Uh, he obviously knows Walter. He's in shock and he's like, <gasps> you're supposed to be dead. Like in some kind of like suspenseful kind of, you know, <gasps> he knows something, which he does. Uh, but he he attacks or he tries to cut him with the box cutter because he's opening these boxes. Done, runs off, and once he's cornered by Walter, slits his throat. Um, the wife stays with him to and stay and send you know helps him to the hospital. Walter and his son go back to the house, and uh, they discover a secret message in the book. Like every twenty three page. And every 23, every 23rd word on every 23rd page, there's a message. And it's revealed that there's something at the steps or the 23rd steps of Casanova Park or something. So they go over there, then they discover bones. Now, remember, the grave is empty. The Laura Tolland's grave is empty. They believe they found the killer's dumping site they call the cops cops come back the body the bones have been moved it's revealed that the wife who with the help of her friend isaac who is a psychiatrist professor some some guy that uh is you would think she's having an affair because in the book or in the story the same actors played you know uh agatha the woman that plays agatha the wife plays uh Fablisa, some some the crazy chick that fingerling is banging and then yeah and then so the professor something phoenix maury phoenix max phoenix he's played by the same actor that plays isaac ironically this is the dude from uh who played william striker in wolverine origins which i covered in episode i believe six of season one so uh call back anyway so he, so Walter has his suspicions, but ultimately there's nothing going on. He's just a friend, and he's helping her to, you know, uncover what's going on. And um, he and Walter, but he, I mean Walter, he, he's starting to suspect that his wife is the author of this book. And when he goes back to the motel, into the actual twenty-third room, he goes through and. Uh, or it's revealed that he's the author, really. And then he freaks out and goes off. So he's the author of the book. But the crazy thing is the reveal of everything. And it's not one of those reveals that happens like, boom, 10 seconds. It's kind of like a little extension, which is pretty cool. It's not, you know, oh, he was the killer. Okay, the end. Um, so he's revealed to be the author. And what happened was uh, Laura was his girl. So he, his mother committed suicide. And he witnessed his father commit suicide because he couldn't do with her loss. He goes from foster home to foster home, and finally he goes off to college, and he meets this girl, Laura. Laura basically 
fucks him stupid. Uh, he forgot for he the whole twenty three enigma that's been his curse is you know it's not a big deal anymore. He's fucking around with this chick. She's fucking around with her professor. She she doesn't love him. She was just fucking with him. Uh, he sees that the number twenty three is co gonna go after her. It's gonna kill her. She's she's like you're fucking crazy. I don't love you. Has a butcher knife. She tells him, you're not going to do shit. You're not going to kill me. You ain't got the balls. And then and she attacks him with the knife. She ends up dead. <laughs> and then uh, the professor, the guy, um, what did I say, Kyle, Kyle Flinch, he's framed for the murder, or he's convicted of the murder, even though there's no body. But his hands, his fingerprints were on the bloody knife. He had the bloody knife, all that shit. And uh, ultimately... Uh, Walter is so overcome with guilt and he goes to that motel, he goes to that room, uh, what started off as a suicide note. Now, remember, his dad committed suicide, but he had no, he didn't have a suicide note and then he just had this whole, I think he started the whole 23 Enigma thing with him that it's a curse and all this other shit. Uh, so Walter is typing out this suicide. It turns into him just knocking out this this novel and making changing you know certain names and things and and it's basically his confession and it ends at chapter 22 where's chapter 23 well that's a good question it's written on the fucking walls of hotel room 23 in this mo in this hotel so he goes back there after that little he figured they tell him or she's Tells his wife tells him that he's the author, rips off all the wallpaper. Which, if you think about it, you own this motel. You're not gonna paint over this shit. You're just gonna put wallpaper up. Like this motherfucker ruined your shit. Okay, whatever. So they don't they don't rent the room out because quote unquote there's plumbing issues. But um. So yeah, so he goes and commits. He writes this suicide note, and then jumps out the window. But the motherfucker survived. The motherfucker survived, obviously. And he is transported to, I guess, a rehabilitation hospital, mental institute, whatever. And uh, with the one doctor that was telling the, I guess, the residing doctor that was taking over his med his medical uh, visit or whatever, his rehabilitation, all this other stuff, was the old man from the fucking post office box area or whatever, mailing area. And this motherfucker kept this quote-unquote uh, novel and then published it under this secret, you know, surname or whatever. And I don't know if there was multiple copies. It was revealed that he, I guess the Enigma 23 uh, curse got chose him, whatever. And, you know, Walter, literally, this is how fucking retarded this is. He walks out, he's done with his treatment. He walks to start his life runs right into Agatha and because they met when they were, he was 23 they met and their life quote unquote began you know got married had had Robin which is a stupid name you're gonna name your kid Robin your name is Sparrow so anyways that's the movie that's the gist of it and you know the acting yeah there was some time there was some time you see and it's like that's kind of corny or Okay, he's making a joke. He's trying to be funny, Jim. But the story itself, it's just, I mean, 
if they just did it without so much narration, I don't know, it'd be a little bit more enjoyable. I liked it. I mean, the second time around, I was like, okay, that's, that's okay, cool. I, you know, it's not that bad. And like I said, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, four or five stars, a few, three here and there. But, um, so yeah, I mean, I just remember watching it and just being like, eh, okay, just stick with comedy, you know? Like, you're not Robin Williams, bro. <laughs> At least Robin Williams, when he did some non-comedic roles, like scary, like, uh, what's the one where he's the the photo developer? That one was creepy as fuck. But, yeah, man, tell me what you think. Hit me up on social media. Hit me up at Shut Up Popcorn on Twitter. Let me know if you, you know, you down with this movie, you think... Maybe I should do the Dark Crimes review um, later down the road. And, uh, yeah, do yourself a solid. If you want to check out this movie, it's streaming right now on Tubi. I'm not sponsored by Tubi. I don't have no affiliation with Tubi other than that's one of my go-to places to find some of these movies and watch them. Uh, right now, I'm in the process of finishing up the Beast Wars, Beast Machines saga. Uh, I'm going to try and do a popcorn and chill on those. Um, again, like I said, I'm I'm knocking out these episodes. Uh, so a lot of my concentration has been on the main podcast. But I did do a Trailer Haters uh, episode on the Super Bowl commercials or Super Bowl trailers that dropped this uh, this past Sunday. It's already out, streaming on audio, wherever you get your podcast, and in video format on Spotify and YouTube. So do you do me a favor, go hit up my YouTube channel and go like and subscribe. And there you'll see uh if you don't want to watch the or listen to the entire podcast, I got things that I like to call popcorn bites. And every episode, season one, two, three, four, five, uh, five I'm still working on, but they're up now up until I think I have them up until episode 80. I think that's the last one that I put out. So go check them out. Two minutes, slideshow. You get a little snippet of what is, uh, what's being said on the podcast. And uh, if that tickles your fancy, check out the podcast. All the episodes up and running on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and Amazon, and Stitcher, and quite a bit of other ones. I don't have them up the list on the right in front of me but they're out there and uh, stay tuned for the outro guys that is it guys that is the episode i want to thank you so much for checking it out we got six more episodes to go well technically five and then it's episode 100 but uh yeah i'm having hell of a hell of fun uh getting these together knocking them out putting them on there um maybe i'll maybe i'll stick with the weekly drops maybe i'll go back to twice a month maybe i'll fluctuate uh, other than that yeah this is it's it's fun it's it's intriguing um as as of this release uh jj claxton's episode i did uh called be a stranger his podcast i mean is out now so the link is going to be in the description please do me a solid go check out his podcast go check out the episodes all of them and uh, give my boy your support he is hella talented really cool dude and uh, damn man uh, hopefully in the future i'll have him back on 
and then at the same time maybe some new people will come on um if you're hearing this if you're hearing this for the first time and you made it to the outro first of all thank you second of all i'm glad i didn't annoy you to the point you said fuck this dude uh and uh you hit the advertisement so i can monetize this shit anyways uh if you're interested in coming on the show and you know just reach out at shut up popcorn if you see me on discord if you whatever just you know reach out i'm i'm a pretty easy guy to find um if you want to email me, my email will be nicho underscore 19 at shutuppopcorn.com. That's right, guys. I got an email address. So uh, reach out I'm, I'm, if you want to jump on the ep- if you want to jump on the podcast, if you want to talk about your di- most disliked movies, whatever you got in store. I'm over. I'm always happy to oblige anybody that wants to join me in conversation. Um, if you see one of the movies I have on the coming soon section and you think, Hey, I want to talk about that one. Uh, just know some of them have been reserved, but, uh, reach out and, you know, let you know what's up and thank you. I mean, that's from the bottom of my heart. I can only say thank you because I am still a mom and pop podcast. I'm not, you know, two bears, one cave, Joe Rogan, uncle Joey's joint, you know, I'm still, I'm just, I'm doing this as a labor of love and creativity. If you can't tell from the advertisements, yeah. Um, and again, if you found me uh, by word of mouth or what, however you found me, it just, it's, I'm glad you're here. Hopefully you're down to uh, listen to some of the previous episodes, the Kyle and me, and uh, join us for this ride as we get to episode 100 and beyond, beyond, beyond. You see that shit? I didn't do no fucking uh, no uh, audio box or nothing. That was all from here. Yeah, y'all probably cut this shit off after that. Yeah. Damn it. Anyways, again, guys, remember, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Take care of yourself and the people you love. Nanu nanu. Peace.